Hello, how are you? What's going on? What's new? How's the family? How's work? How's the country? I'm Dave Rubin. It's November 6th, 2020. We are three full days post-election, and we still don't have a winner. We'll unpack that and more on today's episode of The Direct Message. All right, guys, a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm not gonna bludgeon you with stats today. I've been trying not to do that anyway. Uh, but I'm gonna try to analyze a little bit of what could possibly happen in the future, and we'll kind of go from there. I'm gonna do a little bit on, uh, on some media coverage, and then I do wanna talk about one sign that, that I hope most people would see as good either way, which is that the gay vote did shift a lot. Now, even if you're a lefty gay, I would hope that you wouldn't want uh, gay people to only have to vote for one party as if the entire gay community is a monolith and must think the same way, uh, although that's generally how they think about these things. Uh, so we'll break down some of those numbers. I mentioned some other numbers in the last couple of days about how Trump did actually shockingly well within the Muslim community and the Latino community, and we're, we're seeing all sorts of, of interesting things that have maybe changed the demographics of the way the uh, parties actually look at who they have to go after and how they have to go after them. But obviously all of that is secondary to the fact that we don't know who won the election. Uh, in case you forgot, on Tuesday night, it was looking really good for Trump. And then at about 11 o'clock Pacific, suddenly all the states that seemingly were going to Trump, uh, suddenly stopped counting. I didn't know that stopping counting was a thing. I didn't know you can't count late into the night, but suddenly everybody stopped counting. And then in the last you know, 48 hours or so, we're seeing sort of recounts and they're checking ballots. And in P Pennsylvania, apparently your ballot doesn't even have to be postmarked by the date of the election, so it could have come in after the election. That seems a little weird. There's all these strange irregularities, and one of the strengths and weaknesses of America is that we have states that can all kind of do things their own way. And they've done things their own way for decades and decades and decades, about 200 plus years of that. And there are strengths in that we have a diverse country where you can choose where to live and that might be hopefully a little more in line with the way you think and want to live and you can be around people that you like. Strange that I'm here in Los Angeles, but nobody's perfect. Or uh, the counter to that, of course, is that you'd have one giant sort of machine on top of you, and then it would make a decision, meaning the federal layer would make some sort of decision, the king, the president, the prime minister, and that everyone would have to obey that. I, I don't view that as good. Now, the weakness part of that is all of these states, and we're seeing this right now, they have different rules when it comes to how they count the ballots, when they count the ballots, what they're gonna do. In many of the states that we're having these odd recountings in, they are Democratic governors and Democratic attorney generals, that's just a fact. That doesn't mean they're corrupt, that doesn't mean they're evil, but it is just a fact. And as I've been talking about, this uh, attorney general of Pennsylvania actually said days before the election that Biden was gonna win the election, and now Pennsylvania obviously is one of the ones where Trump went from up 700,000 to now I think he's down a couple votes. But again, I don't wanna get lost in the numbers because that will just make everybody crazy. And by the way, you can really feel the craziness going all over the place. Um, before though, I get into some of my, my predictions and I wanna kinda lay out what will happen, I think if, if Trump wins, what will happen if Biden wins, what will happen if this really gets strung out for a while and everything else. 
Um, I do want to mention one thing about being here in Los Angeles during this. Now, I know a ton of people here in Los Angeles that secretly voted for Trump. And as I've been saying for weeks, I didn't know anyone that was a Trump person last time that voted for Biden this time. And I hear so many versions of that story from you guys literally across the country. And yet here we are in, in these numbers that, that we're supposed to believe. But okay, that, that's just fine. Uh, one of the interesting things though is that I went to my local supermarket yesterday and in the supermarket for the last, since lockdown, you know, it's been kind of depressing in there and they only let a certain amount of people in and you gotta wear your mask and there's someone outside that looks depressed. And one day I didn't have a mask and I I forgot my mask at home and I was like, oh, can I just have a mask? I'm just, you know, I'm literally, I'm like picking up, I was picking up coffee, I think. You know, can I just get a mask from you guys? And the manager came out and he was like, if I give you a mask, I have to give everybody a mask. Which is the same thing as remember when you were in third grade and they're like, if you bring cupcakes for your birthday, you gotta bring them for everybody. You can't just bring them for the people you like. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. The place has been kind of depressed. They've had their outdoor seating pretty much all closed throughout this. There's been like two or three tables. It's been kind of quiet in there. I'm not even sure if they've been playing music. Anyway, I go yesterday and music is blasting. All the employees, you could just see like everyone's happy. The outdoor section suddenly magically open again. Like there's just some weird stuff. Now they're all on the assumption, obviously, that, that Biden is gonna win. But if your state of being, your, your very happiness, your existential like worldview has been so caught up in this that you chose to be depressed for however long, and now magically, even though we don't even have a decision yet, you're, you're up and about and you're happy and you're singing and everything else. Man, that is, that is not a way to live and that's why I always say you have to have a wider philosophical or religious view of the world, something that is eternally true. Otherwise, you know, your guy gets in, you're depressed, the other guy gets in, you're happy, and you'll basically end up bipolar. Okay, so now let's, let's talk a little bit about where we're at and what's going on. So right now, it's still, it's basically just a complete cluster of insanity. That's kind of where we're at. We got about six, seven states that still haven't been decided. Most of them Trump was leading in. Now it's either getting closer or Biden has taken the lead. Arizona is the reverse of that where uh, they had called it for Biden. Now it's looking towards Trump, but it doesn't, it, none of that stuff matters. Let's just, let's just put that aside because I don't think they, all these states are gonna make some decisions today. There's a feeling in the mainstream media and from the Twitterati that it's like, it could happen at any moment. They're just gonna announce Biden. And it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past these people to just announce Biden and then have to go from there. And, and the Biden campaign released a statement today saying something like, if, if Trump doesn't leave the White House in 70 days, you know, will, the law enforcement will escort him out or something. So that type of tweet's allowed on there, but you know, not the other tweets. Okay, okay, fine. Um, so let's, let's do it this way. So if Biden wins, let's do, let's do Biden winning first and kind of, kind of where we're at. Oh, by the way, uh, I do want to mention that this morning on the Rubin Report community, I posted, you know, sort of how I can help. What do you guys think I can do in the midst of all this? Like at a micro level, meaning personally, and at a macro level, meaning sort of uh, societally, like what, what can we all do? Not just me, but what can we all do individually? And we got hundreds of responses and really interesting stuff, and I'm trying to respond to as many people as possible in there. So again, if you do want direct communication with me, um, especially because it's very obvious that the Twitter bans and the suppression and all that stuff, like it's coming, man, it's coming. And that will lead me into the Biden stuff in just a sec. Uh, so please do join us at RubenReport.com because it's direct communication with me and it's sane and there's no trolls and there's no bots and, and it's all good. Okay, so look, if Biden wins, 
First, I think what we'll get out of the media class and out of the establishment class is basically, ah, you see the four evil years, the four cancerous, vile, disgusting years were, were now purged, we've now purged them, and now we can return to some level of norm normalcy. Now the good guys will be in charge again. Now we will be America again, and we'll have, we'll have removed that cancer and all of that. And I think you'll, you'll really see that messaging. And then I think what you'll also see is what I've been warning about for the last couple of weeks where we've seen these tweets from people like Robert Reich, who is in the, uh, Robert Reich, Reich, I suppose, at some level, uh, who is in the uh, Clinton administration, you know, talking about these truth and reconciliation committees and we're gonna need lists of people. Like, I don't put it past any of the establishment people to just really start coming up with lists and names and try to just destroy people and destroy anyone associated with Trump and everything else, which in many ways would be the most anti-American thing you could do. And what I'm saying is if Trump actually stepped down, stepped away, said, I lost this thing, Biden comes in, and then you still are going after them, you're going after all the people. Remember, after, for all the cries of lock her up and everything else, Trump never did it. He never did it. And we have to allow for governments to have their run and then step away and we can't be just chasing everybody. And what, by the way, once you break that seal and you start going after the people before you, uh, well then of course what you've welcomed is that someone will come for you as well. Um, all right, but if Biden wins, I think you, first we're gonna, that will be the main messaging. America is somehow back. The world likes us again. We like ourselves again. And then I think what you'll also see is that coronavirus will slightly start disappearing. Now that, I think you can argue this one either way, because on one hand, Biden was really ramping up the fear around it and talking about you know, a national lockdown and everything else, but my personal suspicion about corona is that once the system gets what it wants, if it gets what it wants in a Biden win, I think suddenly we're gonna start seeing that things start opening up again and that states will start opening up again and everything else, and I don't think it was a grand conspiracy to say that the lockdowns, especially in the blue states, had something to do with trying to take out Trump as much as possible. So I think you can argue it either way. On one hand, they've really ramped up the fear and people seem to like the lockdowns, they like being controlled, and on the other hand, it's like, oh, but they accomplished their goal, we got Biden, so now let's, let's return. Um, I think one of the other things that I'm really worried about if Biden wins is that big tech will now have nothing to fear. So you can even see with this election, and you know, last week they had those silly uh, Senate hearings with big tech and it was like, all right, it's just theater. I like you, Ted Cruz, but it's just theater because you're not gonna do anything before the election. And then what happened? Well, we're seeing tweets taken down left and right. I woke up this morning, I had like six emails from Twitter about warnings about my tweets um, and that people were reporting them. You only get the report emailed to you if like a high level person reports it, because otherwise every single one of my tweets is reported by a bunch of you know, genderless anime avatar losers. Um, so like they're, they're clearly gonna make the move, right? Like, and this is what, you know, when I make all my Star Wars references, one of the things I kept saying was, well, if, if Biden gets in, if the machine starts taking over again, and we've had this battle, two-sided battle, but now the machine takes over, Biden, big tech, the Democrats, big tech. Well, why wouldn't you just shut down half of the people? You shut down the droid army. That's, that's the analogy that I've been using here. And, and in essence, I think that big tech at that point would just begin the purge. Like, why, why wouldn't they? Why would you allow for all of these bad people who mainstream will call uh, Hitler and racists and accomplices and all of these things? So I think big tech will be emboldened to do bad stuff. 
um, but there will be, there are, there are some reasons that maybe things could be somewhat okay, which is that the Republicans actually did pretty decently down kick, ticket, assuming they keep the Senate, well then, you know, whatever this machine is, I don't think Biden's in charge of it, the Biden, Harris, Clinton, Obama, bleh, whatever this thing is, it's gonna have, you know, some bulwark against it, which is a Republican Senate, but you know, I don't know, can the Republicans actually stand up to anything without Trump, or are they just like a bunch of impotent losers? I don't know. And again, this is why I never considered myself a Republican in all of this, right? Like, I absolutely supported Trump, especially in the last couple of weeks, because I thought he was the best vehicle to just keep breaking this thing so we could try to rebuild something good. Um, but I never have once said that I'm a Republican, because these guys are pretty unimpressive as a, as a group of people. Do they have the be better ideas, in my view, than the Democrats at this point? Well, of course they do, but that doesn't mean they do anything, really. Um, so I think we'll have an emboldened big tech, we'll have, you know, hopefully some level of Republican resistance, and, and then I think what that then leads to is some interesting things. Uh, you know what, I'm gonna move, uh, Michael, I'm gonna move our third story up to, to now, actually, because uh, there were some demographic things, and then I'll, I'll get to what happens uh, if Trump wins in just a sec, but there were some demographic things that were super interesting in the midst of all this. So the LGBTQ vote, it's a lot of letters. I could have thrown an I in there. It's unclear to me how the Q is different than the other letters, but that LGBTQ vote in 2016 for Trump, it was 13%, and it more than doubled to 28%. So Trump did pretty well with the gays. You know, this guy that they said hated the gays. Uh, even though when I met him that day, he was thrilled that we were there and said he couldn't care less. Um, so he, he more than doubled with the gays. Black men went from 14% to 20%. That's pretty significant, right? And black women actually doubled from four to eight. So of course the 20% the and the 8%, it's not that those are huge numbers, but it does show you that the traditional, oh, you cannot vote for a Republican if you're this, that that thing may be breaking right now. And, and no matter what happens to Trump after this, I think you'd have to credit him for that, right? Well, you don't have to do anything, right? And they'll always figure out a way around it. But like, I think that that might be his greatest legacy, um, especially if come 2022, if we have you know, two years of democratic rule and, they, and Biden brings back critical race theory, and they bring back Title IX, and the riots continue because the, the anarchists and the riot, riot people, whatever they are, they don't, they don't like Biden, they don't like the Democrats, but he'll just do nothing about it. Um, and the states will do nothing about it. Um, so I think there are promising signs in that regard. As I said before, even the Muslim vote was very high for Trump, consider, uh, you know, relative to years past. So there's, there's good signs here, okay. So that's, that's if Biden wins. If Biden wins, I think basically the forces, at least that, that I have been fighting against, I think they get emboldened, but I think there are some ways that they don't go completely bananas. And perhaps, perhaps, and I would love for this to happen, perhaps those last sliver of good liberals actually feel kind of emboldened with Biden, and then they actually do push back on the woke nonsense. I don't see that there's any evidence that that can happen and the wokeism just destroys everything. So will Harvard suddenly become a little better now? Will the New York Times suddenly become a little bit better? Will any of these people who run around calling everybody racist become a little bit better? I don't think so, but I suppose there is a chance and I'm trying to give you guys a little silver lining today. Um, 
I, oh, you know what, I want to pull up this tweet by, uh, before we get to Trump, I want to pull up this tweet by Megyn Kelly. And I will be interviewing Megyn Kelly later today just to sort of break down the media take on this whole thing. Because as I always tell you guys, I think the media take on it and the level at which we get information is sort of more important at some level than the level of what actually is happening. It's, it's only happening if we can actually actually if we can only actually get the information. Um, so Megan, let's throw this tweet up. She had an interesting tweet. Uh, she said, Pelosi says Biden has a huge mandate. Really? Dems losing seats when supposed to gain them in her chamber. Uh, DN gain control of Senate. Saw DT, Donald Trump, win more votes than ever with minority groups and did not see the promised blue wave. Truth will prevail in January when gridlock settles in. So the reason I thought that was interesting was because Pelosi's already saying this is a huge mandate, a huge mandate. And it's like, well, the facts are that it's not really a huge mandate, no matter what happens, no matter what happens. It's not a huge mandate. Um, but let's also admit, right, Nancy, could you admit that you guys never gave Trump a mandate for even one day, right? You ran with Russia collusion hoax the entire time, which is so funny. The same people who ran with a Russian collusion hoax that led to a fake impeachment, a faux impeachment, they're the ones that saying right now, no, 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 there could be nothing wrong with our election system right now. The Russians somehow hacked it last time and Trump had something to do with it, right? And we're gonna run on that for years and undermine all of the systems. But right now, it's going our way. So the system is perfect. The system is perfect. I'm seeing a ton of hypocrisy on that one. The same people. The system's evil. It's corrupt. It's broken. It, it's Russian influence. Now, because they're getting the results they want, dude, best system ever. Best system ever. It's just incredible. Amazing. Absolutely staggering. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. And as I said, I'll be interviewing Megan later today. We'll have some clips up tomorrow. Uh, the full will be on Sunday, and as always, it'll be early on The Blaze and on RubenReport.com. Um, okay, so now let's talk about if Trump wins. Now, first off, we have to lay out, I suppose, a, a scenario that Trump can win, because the media is itching to call this thing right now, and the states are trying to do everything they can to make it happen. So Trump winning, so if Biden wins, whatever that means, meaning that the, the states certify it, the media runs with it, that probably, I suppose, could happen in the next couple days. It seems like that could happen in the next couple days. For Trump to win, I don't see how that could happen in the next couple days because it doesn't look like these recounts are gonna help him. Maybe the Arizona one does. Now, there's probably gonna be a recount altogether in Wisconsin, so that delays things a little bit, depending on what happens with the other states if Biden's not a, uh, able to get to the magic number. Um, but a Trump win realistically has to go through the courts. What that means is that there will be enough contested elections at the state level that the courts will have to fight this out. So this would so think of this basically as what happened in 2000 with George W. Bush and with Al Gore, uh, except that instead of it only happening at one state level and really at a local level, Broward County, that it would be happening at a multi-state level. Now I suspect that Trump still has a, a card or two up his sleeve. I, I suspect that Trump did think that this could very possibly happen. Uh, there's a video of Attorney General Bill Barr from, I think it's about two months ago, uh, being interviewed by Wolf Blitzer, saying how he felt that the amount of massive fraud that could happen with mail-in ballots is off the charts and that they have to look into it and all that. So the idea that Trump didn't think, oh man, could the system really come crashing down on me and could they just sort of stop an election and then cause chaos for a couple of days and everything else? Like, and again, whether you think all of that is true or not, um, the beauty of the system of the courts is now the courts, 
then can actually ascertain the information, right? Like Trump doesn't own the courts. Um, so if you, if you hate Trump, then still getting things to go to the courts, well, I guess you don't like the courts at this point either, and, and he's appointed some of the court people, and that's why everything's just such a mess anyway. But the path for Trump, I think, only goes through the courts. Like, I don't see a way that Pennsylvania is gonna come around and be like, Trump won, even if, they, even if he actually did. Like, I just don't sort of see that happening. Now Georgia is finding all of these votes, and Georgia, which was Trump, is now Biden, and it's days later. Like, it's just happening everywhere in front of our eyes. Okay, I think, I think Trump, if he fights it in court, well, then we probably end up in like two months of this craziness. And, and that, that's not a reason to stop fighting, obviously. Um, but I think it's dangerous for just the health of the nation overall. You know what I mean? Like just the endless fighting. And you, you guys know everything being equal, I, I want Trump to win here, right? Like I think that would be the best scenario to, to keep America a free democratic capitalist nation. I still believe that, okay? Um, for whatever his flaws might be and some of his over-the-top rhetoric of the last couple of days. Like, you know, when Trump goes out there and says, well, I absolutely won. It's like, well, not, Really, that's not really what happened. And he, that's what Trump does, right? He goes over the top and then kind of reels it back in. Um, but unfortunately, we don't have a media that can deal with this stuff, honestly. So what, what I would sort of fear here is that we end up in like just two more months of this craziness. And I, and I, think, there's pro I think there's probably so many mental health issues that we're not dealing with properly. I mean, I think that's very clear if you look at what the average blue check person is doing on Twitter. Like there's a certain point where, well, we're all, we'll all kind of snap will all kind of snap. I have no doubt that you guys are having some problems in your family related to politics and with friends related to politics. And, and I've got a couple of those situations for as public as I am about all of this. At some level you would think, oh, people know, know what I think and it's like, it is what it is. And then still in the last couple of days, people have started coming out of the woodwork and, and being all angry at me. And I, I do always find that the anger only goes one way. Like, I'm not angry at my friends that voted for Biden or that didn't support Trump or whatever. Like. I think maybe they were mistaken. I'm not even sitting here telling you I'm totally right about everything, but like the, the anger and the, I'm gonna remove you from my family. I'm not gonna be your friend anymore. I'm gonna get you out of my life. That seems to be a, a, a one-way anger. And that, I think there's philosophical reasons for that that I, that I actually wrote about in my book. I mean, I think if, if, if you just think this is everything, if you just look, wake up in the world every day and you just look around and just think current events, are the answer to everything, and that's what you do. Oh, that happened, this happened, that happened, this happened, this happened, and you never look up, right? You never think about what the big picture is, what life really is all about. Well, then you can, you'll be angry at everyone all the time. So Trump's path, I think, is through the courts. It would be a messy, messy slog to get there, but I will say this, Trump is a fighter in a way that normal Republicans aren't, right? Like, you can even see it right now. These, these Lincoln Project dingbats who pumped like 100 million bucks into one of the senatorial races and then they lost, I think it was to Joni Ernst. It's like, well, you guys, they're all feeling emboldened right now. Like they're feeling emboldened. They're like, we're gonna double down on everything and keep doing everything. And it's like, you guys aren't even Republicans. Like, what are you fighting for? How are you conservative or Republican? If you're gonna put in people, if you will fight against your only fighters, right? And then you're gonna actually put in people who are against everything that you purport to believe in. Like you're not, you're not Republicans or conservative. You're not even principled. You're just, you're just people that want to be liked, I guess. And that is a thing. That is a thing in the world um, that people just sort of throw in the towel and just say, okay, I just want to, I just want to be liked like that. 
That is a thing. So anyway, Trump's, Trump's slog to get there is, is a long court battle. I think the Biden thing, they're probably gonna try to call this thing for Biden in the next couple of days and then Trump will contest. And then we'll kind of see where we're at and, we'll, and hopefully the violence won't be too crazy. You know, you know, Portland, they've gone into some residential neighborhoods and they're yelling at people and, and burning shit down. And you know, we're seeing this in New York City and some other places. Hopefully some calmer heads prevail. Uh, but I don't know, I, I genuinely don't know. I think, I think, let me throw in one other thing here. I've, I've laid out the map for Biden. It probably happens in the next couple of days. The media runs with it. Big tech gets prepared to like get rid of all of the opposition, the real resistance actually, like the people who are against the system, they'll be the ones taken out, right? And that, that's a, that is a problem. Um, and I've laid out the, the Trump one, which is that we go through the courts and we just kind of see where we're at. And then, and then even after the courts, if they actually said Trump wins, can you imagine the insanity that, that the left would unleash. I, I mean, I can't even possibly imagine. You can see how, how vindictive and angry they are right now when they think they've won. Like imagine if at the end of this they actually lose, then, then we got a bigger problem. So there's all of that and then there's also, well, okay, if Trump just says, you know what? Maybe he doesn't take it all the way. Maybe he suddenly is like, you know what? We did everything we could, there's, there's nothing left. We, we looked at all the legal uh, repercussions, we looked at all the options, there's, there's absolutely nothing left, and he steps away. Well then what happens to the Republican Party? Do you just get this sort of neutered Republican thing that kinda wants to be liked by the media, never accomplished anything, or did he model enough on, on how to fight so you actually get some good Republicans? Now that was my hope all along. Remember in the last couple weeks I kept saying my hope is if Trump wins again, you get that beautiful thing out of the Republicans in 2024, and you get this really wide swath of people that include Nikki Haley and Dan Crenshaw and maybe Candace Owens and Tim Scott and who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? I think that that's a little more difficult to argue if, if he just steps away. Anyway, it's the weekend, guys. I'm having friends over tonight. We're gonna drink. Maybe we'll smoke a little something because I think we're free for now, who the hell knows? I hope you have a great weekend. Try not to uh, spend too much time online, although as I said, Megyn Kelly clips tomorrow and full video on Sunday, but get out there, find the ones you love, have some fun, do something you like to do, whatever that is, walk the dog, play some video games, do a little yoga, take a, take a jog, whatever it is, get out there, it's, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, I promise you. And if it isn't gonna be okay, we may as well think it's gonna be okay because <laughs> the alternative is pretty freaking depressing. All right, have a good weekend, everybody.